The Speakers Collective is a social enterprise. We work together with a shared commitment to challenge stigma, facilitate important conversations, and promote learning on a variety of social issues. To find out more about the Speakers Collective, visit speakerscollective.org. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and of course, comment. And we hope you enjoy this meaningful conversation brought to you by the Speakers Collective. John Salmon, director and member of the Speakers Collective. We're a group of individuals that share our lived experience on a variety of different topics. Yeah, the reason why this meaningful conversation is so important is because I I went to a school that was an incredibly sporty school. Um, I'm not a sporty person or I didn't think of myself as being particularly sporty when I was younger. And also kind of early parts of my career, my early 20s, I ended up having to be signed off work for for nearly the best part of a year. And that was due to poor mental health. And it was actually exercise that is one of the things that has helped me get through those challenges I had when I was younger. But I've, I've said it many times before, but, you know, when I was very ill, getting out of bed was was like a marathon, you know, and, and some of my early stages of trying to get get better from that mental illness it really was just leaving the house and going for a couple of minutes walk was 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 incredibly difficult so hopefully we can kind of unpick that in today's meaningful conversation um so the benefits of exercise but also the the sometimes the barriers and challenges that that we have have to exercise as well so I will stop my my talking. And again, for anybody that's joining us on Facebook or on the Zoom, please use the chat um, to say where you're from. And um, I'm going to hand over now to our first um, speaker. So our speakers today, we've got um, Hannah Beecham, Katie Burt and Simon Hawtrey War. And I'm going to just get them all to do a brief introduction um, to who they are. So first, I'd like to introduce, introduce to Hannah. Hannah, how are you? Oh, I'm well. Um, better for being here. Thank you for inviting me. And it's good to see some familiar names as well, people that I know are in the Red community. So, um, yeah, it's so lovely to have you a part of this. And I'm excited to hear your questions and, and things like that as well. So thank you for joining. Um, so Red January, I set Red January up seven years ago. And I was inspired to start it after witnessing the positive impact that regular physical activity had on my mum's mental health. So my mum has been on a real journey with her mental health, as I know we all have to some extent. Um, And she was diagnosed with depression a number of years back and she went through a particularly low period. And if I'm honest, I didn't really know what to do to help support her during that time. And it just got me thinking about what I was doing to support my own well-being. And I recognized that there was a habit that I didn't even know I was doing, but I was I was basically signing up to physical activity events and challenges and, and things like that to give me a goal and a focus and that thing to get me out of bed and every morning and lace up my trainers. And it just got me thinking about what it was for my mum, really, to have if she's she didn't have that goal, she didn't have that focus at that time in her life. So rightly or wrongly I signed us up to a walking marathon which is a, it's quite a big thing to take home 
to your mum, bless her, when she's been signed off work. And here I am saying, oh, I've signed us up to a, a marathon. Um, obviously, it wasn't a jump out of bed moment by any means. And slowly but surely, my mum started putting one foot in front of the other. And I noticed a huge improvement in her mood, in her energy levels. It was incredible to see the difference that regular movement was having on my mum's mental health. And we were training for that event during the winter time. And I'd always felt so strongly that even if you don't experience mental health challenges, we all need something in the winter to support us and, and motivate us to move. Dark, it's cold, it's a really testing time. And actually seven years ago, there wasn't really anything in the winter time to give us that goal and to give us that focus. So the idea for a January was born from there really. And I couldn't get beat the winter blues out of my head, hence, hence red. Um, and it was very much a 4am in the morning idea. And within that week, I shared it on social and, and here we are today. So it's very, I make that sound really easy. It hasn't been easy at all, but it's, um, it's been quite a journey, but it's been amazing to see it blossom. And for people <clears throat> to turn to red at a time of year where they do need an extra boost. So um, it's amazing to see the kind of the ripple effect that it's had and then people going out there and spreading the word about the difference that it's making to their mental health as well. Yeah, it's great. It's great to hear, yeah, how that that light bulb idea that you had, and I'm sure so many people that have taken part in Red January or have heard about them, one of, you know, for me personally, January is a really tough month. And yeah, I think we can all relate to having something where we can actually do do something, have something to kind of focus on um, in, in that January month. So I'm going to hand over now quickly to Simon. So um, Simon, how are you doing? So for those who aren't haven't got their video on or can see the video on, Simon, you're not indoors. Where are you? No, you can probably hear there's a, there's a dog barking. I'm in Regent's Park. And uh, yeah, movement, uh, it's lovely to be here and uh, to be in the company of, of Katie and Hannah and you, John. Uh, movement's a really central part of me, my life um, and my work. Uh, I, I'm a coach. Uh, I help people find fulfillment and impact in their work. Um, it's really important for us, um, for our mental health and our well-being. And movement and the outdoors is a huge part of that um, and how that relates. So I do all my work outside. And we all get caught up in the sort of four walls of our day to day. And, and, and one of the big things for me around movement is, is change of perspective. And it's so critical um, when we're in a hole, we're in a dark place, we're in dark January, um, to get out, get moving, change the view, change the scene. Um, and that's a, that's a big part of the work I do, both metaphorically um, and physically. And, and there's, there's some wonderful science on and we'll probably get into it later in the conversation around the benefits of movement um, but a big part of my work with people is is getting stuck um, the, the outdoor metaphor wood for the trees um, but movement literally gets you out of that gets you moving forward um, and whatever problems you've got whatever issues you've got getting out getting walking moving forward um, is is huge uh, the only other thing I'd like to say that's that's really keen to me, I'm I'm blessed to be um, healthy and fit. I spend a lot of time outside, um, but that's not for everyone. And I've got a disabled daughter and she's really taught me the value of, I suppose, micro movements and getting out. And, and it doesn't need to be big runs, big hikes, big distances, um, just to shift that perspective and, and get some movement. Yeah. Brilliant. Thank you, Simon. 
And Katie, last but not least, um, yeah, Katie is somebody that I, I've been following um, on social media since um, since I heard about Red January. Um, so it's, it's a real pleasure to to have you here as well on the on the meaningful conversation, and also um, yeah, to, to kind of get get to know you better as well. Oh well, thank you so much, John, um, for having me. Yeah, so well, my name's Katie. I guess I fit into this uh, this conversation today mainly around the uh, well, the contemplations that I do on social media, which ultimately um, stemmed from uh, back in 2017. I had a really difficult time with my mental health, um, and like John, what you were saying um, earlier it really was a marathon for me to go outside to do literally anything I remember once sitting on my bed watching people run past my window thinking how am I ever going to do that and prior to this really difficult time in my life I uh, I did do a bit of running I never was particularly consistent um but basically, yeah, so in terms of like social media, I set up this Instagram account to um, to kind of try and find some way of finding how to get better. And yeah, like you said, Simon, it's not necessarily about um, a lot of movement or indeed uh, setting those specific goals like to run a marathon, which... I have now done but that it was never about that um yeah so to me a movement it, it might be a walk to the nearest tree to have a sit down and do a bit of knitting or it might well be which after six seven months of like recovery shall we say trying to recover I came across red January which I guess again that's how I link in with Hannah and and I've said this to Hannah and I'll say it again um you know it really did help refocus my life and give me that purpose exactly like what you said Hannah your mum um something to get me out of the house and change that perspective because it's very very easy to just remain in your head and to remain with these cyclic thoughts of I can't I'm never going to do this but actually movement it even if it's for five minutes and then the rest of the day you don't do anything for those five minutes you've taken yourself out and it's funny how things um in continue as 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 you as you continue to move forward um so yeah basically um that's that's kind of my story and I guess if anyone's seen me before it's because um I run around doing different things and I'm often known to be called Katie contemplates because I'm often thinking about things so yeah that's that's a little bit about me. So um, I feel a little bit overwhelmed, really, because the uh, Simon, uh, John and uh, Hannah, you know, you do amazing things. And I, I tend to talk about them. But um, but yeah, so that that's that's me, really. So like I say, thanks. <laughs> thanks for but, having me. <laughs> but talk, talking is so, so important. And, um, and I think that's you being, I think, kind of so relatable and and I can really relate to, to the social media posts that you 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 do and but I guess that you know that that was quite a big step um you know some people wouldn't use social media in that way what was there any kind of nervousness to setting up that Instagram account Katie contemplates and you know were you surprised by 
how people reacted to what you were posting? Yeah, basically it was completely separate from um, any personal account um, because I was off work sick and yeah, I was nervous about it because I thought I shouldn't really be doing this because I'm off sick, so therefore I shouldn't be doing anything. Um, but actually, yeah, it's amazing. It really opened my eyes to the fact that I actually, I know it's cliche and every, a lot of people say it, but I actually wasn't alone. Like I, there was other people that have either been through something like I had. And um, as many other people say, social media, yes, it is social media and it is online, but actually it connected me with humans and I actually met, meet, I've met people through this platform. So yeah, I mean, it was, it was a bit nerve wracking, but I felt for me, for me to be able to process a lot of what goes on in my head which is complicated and confusing um I do find it helpful to write things down some people don't but I, I do so and um, and from that I I have had people um say like you say John like they relate to me and and you know it makes me feel like I'm a little bit less alone and a, a little less strange and and I'm, and I'm glad that I've seemed to help um, a few other people as well so yeah 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 definitely and Hannah I'm just bringing you in there I guess that first that I that light bulb idea of like oh I could maybe I could do something like get people I can see the benefits it's had on my mum you just you've raised you know you've got thousands of people taking part each year in Red January raised millions of pounds now for charity like but it started with that initial idea of just kind of go back in time a little bit about how, you know, how does that feel to, you know, what would you say to somebody who's also has an idea, you know, because we I'm kind of playing on the idea of like movement as in physical movement, but also, you know, starting a movement, trying to, you know, put yourself out there. But also that I, I know that that sometimes that can be slightly exposing as well so um yeah I'd be really interested to kind of unpick a little bit about those early days of Red January yeah absolutely I think if I'm honest I think it helped that I went into this and ultimately I set Red January up to continue to support my mum um so I, I didn't want I didn't want my mum to have another winter like she'd experienced and I, I wanted her to have something that would support her and I recognised there wasn't anything else out there to do that in the in the physical activity space there's lots of other incredible things happening from a kind of a sleep perspective mindfulness all of those good all of that holistic stuff is equally as important but from a physical activity perspective there wasn't really anything out there so I think it helped that I went into this and the ambition was never to be sitting <laughs> to be sitting here now going the thousands of people and it's incredible it's absolutely incredible how it has blossomed in the way that it had but I think, as I said, because I was going into it wanting to support a loved one, it really helps me nurture this thing in a very kind of organic way. And I think if I was to give advice to anyone that wants to put an idea out there and wants to start some form of movement or conversation, it would be to say it takes time. It takes time. And that's a good thing. It should take time because we've spent years hearing from the Red community. They've helped shape this campaign year on year there's no quick wins with any of this and it's very important to us that we never compromise on our values um there's definitely been opportunities along the way where it's meant very very quick growth um and for whatever reason we, we've decided not to go down that path because we ultimately want to make sure that the campaign foundations 
are strong enough and supportive enough to give every redder an incredible experience. We wouldn't be doing our jobs properly if by the end of January, people are thinking, oh God, I never want to lace up my trainers again. So it's, it's really important to us that we give people an incredible experience. And so the focus has always been very much on the foundations of the campaign. And foundations take a while to build, build because as I said, they're informed by lots of people. Um, but it's always just started with my with my mum. And it started with her spreading the word amongst her friends, me spreading the word amongst my friends. And actually now I go to talks and I sit in the audience and I hear from Redders talking about Red January, like, like they founded it, like they started it. And it's just an absolute dream to hear that because it isn't mine, it isn't my mum's, it isn't, that's the idea, that's the point of a movement is it's empowering other people to go out there and, and spread the word and talk about the difference that it's made on their lives as well. So I hope that helps to some extent. As I said, it's very much, I'm really... I feel so passionately about the no quit wins thing. It's, it's all about nurturing, nurturing a community and inviting them to, to shape it and inform it. And I'm a Redder too. I'm part of that community. So it's, it's important for us to, to keep listening and to keep shaping it with them. I love that. And um, because sometimes I think definitely from social media, you, you see the success a lot of the time. You don't see the the small steps to get there um and that can also be quite off-putting as well for to encourage people to to set up their own movement because you know i guess my own habit is that you 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 look at the success and you think that that's that's going to be impossible to do but i love what you're saying about those small steps and but sticking true to your values um um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really, really, really interesting. And Simon, to bring you in um, on, on this as well, you know, I guess people that you're working with, um, literally out in the field, um, how, how, are people, how are people finding you and what, why, why are people wanting to, to use you as a, as a coach? Um, and yeah, what, what, just kind of interested to kind of understand a bit more about the types of people that you work with and, and how you go about um, supporting them um, in the outdoors. Yeah, thanks, John. Um, so I suppose um, the, the, it's, it's anyone that, well, you, you've, got to, you've got to have ambition, you've got to have growth mindset, I think, I think and a lot, of, a lot of us do. I think if, if, it's, if that's dialed up, like I'm hearing what what Hannah's created, what 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 Katie's doing online. Um, you want to make a difference. You want to have an impact. You want to you want to make a change. When that's not happening, and that could be fear, ego. You're in the wrong job. Your ego is making you take things on. Fear is making you take things on. Um, it can be really debilitating to your vitality, your energy, and then eventually your mental health. Something has to pop. Um, so. Uh, for a lot of my clients, the, the, they can't see the wood for the trees, as I mentioned before. So the opportunity to physically and mentally step outside um, has a lot of appeal. Um, just whatever they're doing, whether they've been on Zoom, whether they've been in their office, um, it can feel um, very claustrophobic. So, and, and it's wonderful. As soon as, as soon as anyone steps into a park, into a forest, um, onto a beach, Wherever the wherever the location might be, it's it's almost immediate in terms of uh, that change of of mood. Nature's fantastic at 
a thing called biophilia, which is which is we're of nature, so we're much calmer um, in in and around. There's no hard edges, no right angles, so it's, it's a wonderful environment for me to then do do my coaching work and and I suppose it allows me to to get to the truth um, to, to to potentially be more challenging when you're in in a in a natural in natural environment. So I suppose. There's a, there's a sort of the movement, the physical movement in the sessions, and there's some work uh, by Stanford University about how much our creativity, our problem solving is improved by 60% when we're walking. So there's, there's lots of elements into it. Um, and I think when I, some of the feedback from, from clients varies from, from the energy, they get the clarity. Um, some, which is really interesting, we might get onto it. Um, one, one client felt, uh, felt it was a bit of a holiday. Uh, I, do, I do half days and days. And, it, and it's that break and it's almost that um, that permission piece that um, London is one of the, the greenest cities uh, in the world. There's parks everywhere and the amount of people um, that don't go out um, and, and coming for, a, for, for some sessions with me is sort of, sort of permission to do that. And I think um, that's that's exciting and what motivates me and, and tied really to what Hannah was saying um, and you were saying, John, about about movements and things i think there's a challenge for people that it that it's got to be big it's got to be loud and i think there's a there's a lot in in micro micro movements and and trusting and 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 showing the way and leading leading the way and, and modeling the way and i know that from from my own clients or people that, I, that i'm with um i love the outdoors i know that i'm very comfortable and very weather tolerant i know the environment so I'm perfectly placed to introduce people to it. Um, and I've got number of numerous examples where people have then taken that on. And it may start with a walk. It may start with a, what, what would seem a, a coaching session about outdoors. But then that develops into a regular walk as part of their, their working day. Um, so if I can, if I induce one, one client each time to, or one person, I do all my meetings outside, all my Zoom. So if, if just one person... Uh, gets inspired enough to, to 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 get away from their inbox and into their outbox then then that's fantastic and that builds and i think as you were saying hannah with with red Janu, your your heart was in it uh, you were doing it from from love for your mum and what you really wanted to do and I, I think that's very infectious um but but being evolving i think not being too tied to how it should be um but letting it letting it evolve and nature's like that nature doesn't rush it's it just evolves through the seasons and in sort of harmony and i think we can learn a lot a lot from that and 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 it sounds like hannah with with red january you're letting it evolve and it's remained very accessible yeah and hannah there was some research that you were commissioned or, or that's been done by is it university of oxford um looking at the benefits of of, of red january um are you able to share a bit more information about, about that and some of the impact it's been having? Yeah, definitely. Simon, that was so beautiful. I was like <laughs> scribbling down word for word what you were saying. <laughs> it's very poetic. It was beautiful. Um, and I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more with everything you're saying. Um, yes, yeah, so the University of Oxford have been a research partner now with Red January for coming up to two years. Um, and I'm just going to quickly touch upon the backstory because I just really love it. Basically, a group of professors at the University of Oxford took part in Red January 
and loved the experience so much that they contacted us and they were like, what can we do to support you? And at the time it was, it was one of those things with Red, I've always been very mindful, especially with lots of other like one month campaigns cropping up that Red January might be perceived as this novelty challenge. And we've worked so hard to make sure that it's not that. And I hope when people join, they know straight away that that's not the experience that they're going to be that they're going to be getting. Um, but we also recognize that we did need our own evidence to make it very kind of clear to people that we were there to support people at a really tough time. So we knew that there was a lot of evidence out there to show that as a nation, we're much less active in the winter. Um, there's more reports of people experiencing depressive symptoms, um, people experiencing lower mood, lower energy levels. So we've worked closely with the University of Oxford the, for the past two years um, to really start to understand what it means to move more at this time of year. And we can see from the Red community that they are much more active than they would have been if it wasn't for Red January and campaigns, campaigns like Red January. And then in turn, their life satisfaction improves, happiness improves, sleep improves, energy levels, self-esteem. The list is endless. It really is. And we can, we can experience it in person with Redders as well when we meet them at the end of Red January. The way that they're talking with such enthusiasm and excitement for the year ahead and thinking, this has given me the confidence now to go to my local gym for the first time or meet up with a friend for a run or do all of these things that I was putting off doing um, because I had low self-esteem and I didn't really feel like I could put myself out there. So it's, it's amazing to see people because they've experienced for themselves how movement can support their well-being, the difference that it will make for them all year round as well. But the evidence, we're, we're so proud to have that we know we've only just scratched the surface of, of what that looks like and there's so much more exciting scope um importantly for us is is really starting to understand how we can support people all year round as well it's the question we get asked a lot and i i understand why of course it's a it's a winter campaign so we're working with the university of oxford now to start to understand what that could mean for people all year round as well yeah, and I think it is that community that has built over the years. I know you've got a Facebook group and there's different, you know, I'm going to ask you a few more inf inf information about near the end of our conversation about how people can actually get involved in Red January as well, but also set up groups to encourage each other. And, you know, I think it's having that ev evidence to kind of back it up is, is really, really helpful. But I think it is those individuals kind of testimonies that you hear of, of the impacts like, I've done Red January now for a few years and especially last, oh my goodness, like last January, right? That was what a disaster with lockdown and and everything. And I, it's funny, like I every time I've done Red January, I've approached it differently. Um, and so like the first time I heard about it, I, I actually got quite obsessive of, oh, I've got to like do a certain distance and, and, you know, I remember like getting off the tube one evening, like a few stops before home, because I also had to go out that evening, but I, I hadn't done the run I said I wanted to. And it was brilliant to to get through that first year of Red January um, but and, and set myself a challenge. But like other years, it's been it's it hasn't been about a, setting myself a big goal or target to hit. Um 
And and last year, that was just fundamentally red January was the reason why I got out of the house before 9am with my two kids. And we did, you know, my kids and um, what are they now? Um, seven and, and nine. And um, they we we used that. We did the same loop around the local park. Um, they obviously didn't want to get out out of, of a house. School was obviously all homeschooling then. But Red January, it really did get us through. It, you know, January is always a tr- tricky month for me anyway, for a number of reasons. But with lockdown, it was so, so difficult. And really, Red January was that light that of like, at least I've got something to kind of get up and get out of bed take my kids and 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 we we did the same same loop around the park so it's um again the research is always really really important but i I hope hannah also i'm sure you've heard many a story along the way of um the benefit that yeah it's great that you're thinking about things throughout the year as well but january just used to be this bleak island that i had nothing to, to particularly look forward to in 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 january um so um yeah, I'm always interested to hear about more that you're planning to do, but just the fact that you've done Red Red January um, is 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 incredible, and to see it to see it growing. And, and Katie, I guess you know, for you, tell me a bit more about your your Red January experience, and yeah, like yeah, how, how you've how you've done it in the past. Um, yeah, so basically. Um... I found Red January, I think I was looking on Twitter and somebody was, if I'm truthful, it was something like, oh, wow, you can, you know, help, um, help yourself in January and, oh, and you can have a t-shirt. And I was like, oh, I'm quite excited about this. Um, So, yeah, so actually my um, initial experience with Red January was very much, um, I kind of made it up as I went along. I decided that I um, wanted to to set myself a goal, which sometimes I find with, well, when I joined Red January in 2018, the first year, it was it was primarily about, about running. Um, and I know Hannah, I'm sure will explain, it has evolved um, massively over the last few years. Um, but yeah, so for me, really, I decided, um, I don't, well, I, I I'm quite self-conscious and also I don't really like asking in terms of fundraising. So I decided instead of um, fundraising as such, I just would donate one pound for every mile that I covered, whether that was running at the point or or walking. Um, And as it turns out, I, I managed to do 100 miles in January which is a lot and I think when I talk about it um sometimes people would say oh no 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 too much for me but actually really for me that was a personal goal because I'd run before but actually it's um it's really just more about doing 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 what you can but yeah like my 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 experience for, for me was and it might have been I I went for a walk for one mile or I did a six mile run or something like that um but yeah I suppose January just gave me a reason to get out of bed um within a within a toolbox of of support of course um but honestly it it changed my life and it wasn't just about the running itself it was really about the community that I 
became involved in as a result of it. I never met anybody, um, obviously, during January um, because I was still very much recovering from the situation from the previous year, but I never felt alone. I remember going out for a run one morning and it was pitch black and I, I really didn't feel like it. But when I got outside, I just thought, you know what? There's other people doing that at the same time. And it's because of Red, like because I knew that I wasn't on my own and I kept going. And um, and I think that's what Red's really all about. It's about the community. It's not really about how far you're going, how many times you're going to a yoga class or whether you're doing this, that and the other. It's really about just the, mo- the movement itself. Um, and, and, and that's really what I've got out of the, the Red community and just like a, an amazing sense of not being completely alone. Um, so that that's that was that's kind of my experience. Yeah, and it is that sense of community, um, um, yeah, that, that will in, encourage you to to keep, yeah, to keep, keep getting out there and going. Now, I remember some watching some of those Instagram posts, um, quite dark mornings, and um, I guess it's not Red January really related, but it would be, be amiss of me not to mention um, what what you did during lockdown when literally you couldn't even go outside running and you set yourself a challenge um for anybody that doesn't know explain what happened during lockdown when you decided to do a run around your your living room yeah um so yeah basically um i i live in valencia in spain and our our lockdown here was um a little bit harsher than the uk initially and so we weren't actually allowed to go outside at all um aside to go to the supermarket and i was supposed to run lisbon half marathon and that was like my first trip on my own um to a a different place to 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 run a race and it was like a, a big deal for me and the first day we went into lockdown i was definitely agitated because i thought how am i going to function without running and then I looked at the size of my living room which I'm fortunate is relatively reasonable and I thought hmm, I wonder if I could run on the spot or jog up and down and it kind of went from there so I started jogging up and down my living room and on the day that was supposed to be Lisbon half marathon I decided I would get up at five o'clock, try and not scare my housemate and ran a half marathon up and down my living room. It was classed as indoor run. So, but I definitely ran for two hours up and down. And um, it's a bit, I don't know. It was, it was, it was an experience and I set out myself little water stations. And um, I think it was just something that was quite funny really in the end. And um uh, and, and that was basically it, really. I and then I just kept I just kept running up and down my living room um, throughout the whole of the lockdown uh, until we were finally allowed to to go outside again, which was a very strange experience. And, and obviously, everyone, you know, in the UK and everywhere all over the world has experienced this very bizarre kind of two years almost um but again doing that and I guess communicating on Instagram and just to help me feel less alone and a lot of what a lot of mental health struggles come obviously from a, a lack of um uh like an anxiety a lack of ca- capacity to comprehend things but it's also it just helps when you don't feel like you're on your own and it, that's just another little thing that helped me um Feel a little bit less alone yeah yeah and 
I, it was. It, I couldn't believe you that you were going to set just set that challenge, and um, yeah, and it, it, and it did bring a bit of humour. I, I, I remember at the time. I don't think I was in particularly a great great place um, with all the lockdown here. Um, but um, yeah, this is you know we hear a lot about the the negative side of social media that that can can be there, but you know. It's also it's lovely to hear the, the positive things that are coming across around the support and the, and the community. Um, Simon, you're very still, I guess, kind of about the other side of social media and computers and being locked in and working from home is that we, we're probably spending more time in front of a camera than we've ever done before, <laughs> including this call. Um, and I used to love um, when I was in an office um, going for walking meetings and especially where if, if it was like a tricky conversation or something that, you know, the benefit of getting outside and having those conversations, um, you know, you've been doing this for years. Um, what's it like now where, I guess when you first started doing this coaching, there wasn't anybody else doing kind of outdoor coaching like you are. But again, similarly, was there some people that were a bit surprised by by your approach but doing everything outside? Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. In the sense that um, sort of combination of um, frequently asked questions, the weather, um, and that always comes up. Uh, and I think one's what's been wonderful about uh, the lockdown side of things and people only being able to go for walks and things is I think people got a lot more connected with with how to handle, handle the weather and, and it's not a barrier to going out. I think we're all brought up by don't get wet. If you get wet, you'll get a cold and all this, whereas actually just have the right gear on. Um, but yeah, there was, there was barriers to it. There was barriers to permission. Going outdoors was something you did at the weekend. Um, something you didn't you didn't didn't incorporate into work I think there's a really interesting link to movement and time and how we I suppose going back to the industrial revolution and factories and time and time was working 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 and and to be productive you've got to be you've got to be working and if you're not on your computer you're not being productive and I think reality is that it's it, it, it the science behind it and the evidence behind it is the opposite really that that um getting out and moving and walking and and particularly the 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 walking meetings um i think is really possible i, I do groups i'm um, do some networking with groups um and i do group group sessions and it's a wonderful dynamic when everyone's walking swapping there's just a completely different energy um and and then particularly if it's if it's if it's tricky tricky conversations you know the beauty about um uh, outdoor part of movement not necessarily katie's living room is the uniqueness of it versus zoom and the screen is you're just constantly micro macroing your lens so so if you're thinking about something you can drift 10 miles into the into to the left um, or, or you can come back down to something at like your feet that's a leaf or something. So in terms of processing your thoughts and, and, it, and that's for me being, being outside and moving outside um, does that. Um, and I think uh, people now, um, I'm, I am seeing a shift um, in people um, appreciating it um, and understanding it. And what's wonderful uh, bringing in the planet and, and and the other issues is that is there's some great research 
um, linked by the University of Derby that the, the, the more we're connected, the more we're linked to nature and appreciating it, the more we respect it and, and want to protect it. So I think there's a, there's a side side bonus for, for moving outside and getting more people to do that. Um, the only final thing I'll just quickly say is, um, it, it, you know, it doesn't have to be, uh, it doesn't have to be a park, um, it doesn't have to be, um, but it does have to be getting out um, and into a, a more natural environment or around natural things. I think, I think Katie, you mentioned going to the nearest tree. Um, I think trees are majest majestic um, uh, species and, and beings for us, and and yeah, just connecting with that. Um, that and they're on, they're on. Luckily, they're on most most streets. Um, so uh, yeah, connecting with that. And yeah, the um, the appreciation of the outdoors. And I've like I'm I'm very lucky that I'm not too far from. A forest but I've, i think previously i'd would sometimes i would have cycled to parts of it but you would have historically got in the car and having that time at home has allowed me i've had the time to actually go and explore and go for a walk and find that there's a lot more open space around me than i ever thought there was um because i've yeah i'm not getting on a tube train i've got you know time to to go out and, and look around and I think it's something that was you were kind of kind of both kind of talking about there, Katie and, and and Simon was again, you know, trying to to encourage people to to get out and uh, outdoors and away from from their their screen. I guess Hannah, you were talking about kind of the evolution of of Red January, like the marketing, the kind of how you promote Red January um, to. To encourage people, there's there's still so many people I know that they maybe by the odd tweet or Instagram post that I've done that that the people think that you're an elite athlete by doing that, but actually, you know, I think what you know what we've been talking about here is is the challenges sometimes that the barriers to 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 starting to do some exercise because a lot of the imagery out there is of people you know completing marathons or or big challenges which you know is again brilliant and to set set yourselves those targets but when when you're shaping and kind of the red january community is kind of growing um what things have you learned over the years about marketing and i guess get, trying to get you red january heard to communities that have yet to actually take part yeah it's such a good question and it's really about just again working with that red community and capturing their red january experience as well so year on year we're always saying oh if you can take a photo or a video and and that that is that that's our marketing materials it, it's not as kind of constructing anything it's even any kind of photography shoot anything like that we do is always with with redders um we don't art direct or anything it's very much just enjoy enjoy what you would enjoy as part of your January experience and we'll capture that. Um, so it's very real and it's it's very much just showing relatable, we're all, we're all on a different journey here. And actually our January experiences, even just hearing you all speak there, our January experiences have all been very different um, because we're unique, we're all different. And actually we're starting from different starting points as well with our physical activity. For some people in the red community, my mum included, at the start of red, it was very much around the goal was to get out of bed and, and have a shower. And for other people, it's it's very much around walking to your local shop, 
For others, it might be leaving your car at home and actually doing the school run together as a family. Or it might be getting off the bus stop, a bus, sorry, a stop earlier and walking the rest of the way. Or it might mean that you're training for your first triathlon or your first marathon. And we have schools up and down the country doing it as part of their daily mile and universities doing it in groups together and workplaces setting goals each week and incorporating more stretching, like every hour getting up and doing a stretch next to their computer. And it looks so different. The regenerative experience looks so different to everyone. And that's what we that's what we encourage is it's not about comparison. It's about what what stage in your journey you're at and actually finding a routine that works for you and will support you well beyond January as well. That's the ambition with all of this. And anything we can do to anyone that feels comfortable in the rec community to share their journey, um, that informs the campaign. And, and that's very much at the heart of heart of what we do. It's, it's about their stories. It's about all of their stories. Um, my mum's included as well. Yeah. And um, I think what you kind of touch on upon there is young people and in schools and um Katie you kind of mentioned like when you were off sick that it was almost felt that doing something like Red January or something that was actually of, going to be of benefit to your health was also there was there was part of you thinking oh should I be should I be actually doing this and I think again the work that can be done in schools with young people to yeah whether it's Red January, Jay Wicks has obviously had had a, a brilliant impact um, during the last year or two on getting exercise and movement into classrooms and and building that into in, into everybody's day. But it that that kind of that was not part of me kind of growing up at school. School, I went to a boys' school. It was incredibly sporty. If you did well at sports, you were like you did well at school and that you were kind of treated in a way I found kind of treated slightly different by the by the teachers for those people that did, did well at sport and I really you know was not something I, I enjoyed when I was younger and and I think the work that can be done in schools to make you know to take away the the elitism sometimes that some schools have around around sports and to make it as inclusive as possible and build it into the day I you know I, I love yeah, talking to kind of people that where their ch children are doing some form of running um, daily or or at least weekly, um, and, and trying to because because I know that when I get out and have some exercise, my that's where I really will just start to if I'm anxious about something or need to think something through it is that is that is that space outdoors that really does start to to clear my head and I'll usually something that I'm probably over, overthinking. Um, will be at least kind of better by the time I've got I've got back in from from going outside um we've got 10 minutes left so if there are any questions in the chat for anybody um that's um on on watching and um, today it'd be great to have you have any questions in um Simon I guess um, um you know like is there any kind of other kind of things that you you think that important to cover um in the last kind of 10 minutes that you wanted to kind of mention um on today's chat yeah two things well two things um uh, but they're sort of one they're combined really which is something katie was talking about which is um not doing it alone and i think um i'm very conscious of through through uh, i suppose ultimately living in special world with my with my daughter but 
very conscious that that, that um, living near a forest, um, doing the work I do, it's 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 on the face of it, it's very easy for me to be moving and movement, and I've designed my life around that because of that. But it's not easy, and um, and I think having a buddy or buddies or something like Red January and the community to to help you. Um, you know, life is a roller coaster. It's not. It's not going an upward trajectory all the time. And um, I think it was one of Katie's shared a, a video of a dark morning. And uh, you know, I'm, I feel blessed that you know we met John um, on an online virtual um, well-being conference and and coincidentally lived near each other. And 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 that's been transformative. Just having a a running buddy that that you get that message at ten o'clock at night saying, "Are you up for a run?" and um and yeah all good intentions and then and then the morning comes and it's wet um and and you do it and then you just feel amazing um but that's running but it could be walking could be going in the park could be finding a, a, a bench that you like to sit on and talk to chat to people or share but um yeah i think i think just building on that the it's not easy um for any anyone um and but um be that buddy i suppose the call to action really is is be the person that says hey katie have you where have you have you have a run this week have you been out this week um it's asking those questions have you been out today um and and that could be on a zoom with someone um, but just reminding them nudging them to do it yeah it's um yeah, again, it's it's a it's a common thread that's coming loud and clear about yeah having that support, having that community, whether that's yeah physically, like, as I say, when we text each other, um, usually usually if I'm texting you to go for a run, I'm f- very much fifty fifty, and um, so it's but it's nice to have somebody else that can come back and say, yep, I can I can do tomorrow or I can't do it, but how about Friday or whatever it is. I think if you, if I've, I feel very lucky to have yeah, been able to to meet you, um, Simon, because that's, that's definitely kind of keeping me slightly accountable for at least getting out and doing a bit of exercise once once a week. And Katie, back, back to you, really, I guess. Is there anything else that you kind of wanted to kind of mention in today's conversation? Um, yeah. About anything that you're doing. Um, I know, yeah, you, you're still running as well. So um, yeah. Any final things from your side? Um, well, actually, ironically, well, I ran Valencia marathon a week ago and it's taken a toll on my body, which I wasn't expecting it to, but um, I think sometimes it can be easy to become very overwhelmed by what other people are doing. And obviously it is easy to, to compare. And it, I have very fortunately been able to move forward in my life. And yeah, I've run a marathon, which is great, but it's not all about that. It's not all about running the marathons, running whatever, or achieving that specific goal. It's really about thinking about like where you are right now and that might literally be like you said Hannah for your mum getting out of bed and having a shower so when we're talking about movement and talking about the power of that it really is about where you are at this very moment in time and taking that step forward to do what you can do right now because I think it is overwhelming like sometimes I'm overwhelmed by what other people are doing they're running ultra marathons they're doing this they're doing that and I'm like oh wow look at me here um and 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 I guess that would be the perspective 
from some people looking at me going oh well you know you can run a marathon um or you can I don't know run half a marathon or you can run 10 minutes down the road like oh my goodness like it's overwhelming uh and to be honest like I I feel overwhelmed about a lot of things uh, a lot of the time um but one thing I, I have learned is even if it isn't running it really is about going outside and it might well be sitting under a tree which I've done many times um or it might be walking to the shop um just to give yourself it might be a mini goal but it doesn't have to be anything massive um and and yeah i um i mean i could go on for hours but i won't um but yeah i just i feel i feel very fortunate that i've that i found my way to cope with myself but i'm also really fortunate the fact that um with with movement uh, I suppose my final point would say with any movement it's got to be um kind kind movement so kind movement to yourself and I think that's yeah that's the most important thing kind movement that's uh, yeah kind that, yeah good good really good and um yeah, and thanks for the messages that are coming through and people that have been able to to join today. Um, I'm going to um, just hand over finally to Hannah just to... So we've been talking a lot about Red January, so we know it's in January. Um, how do people get involved? Um, I was, we were talking just before this uh, meaningful conversation that you can also run as a group as well. So not I've, I, every time I've done it, I, I dragged out my kids to do it last year, but it was still just me doing it. But how, yeah, if you could kind of explain a little bit about how, yeah, how do you get involved in Red January, Hannah? Yeah, absolutely. So you can sign up for free at redtogether.co.uk. And if you want to join a team, so when you sign up, there'll be an option to create a team. So you can click on that, come up with a team name. People have been having so much fun with their team names. I was going through it this morning. It's been very creative. Um, so you can create- Any suggestions? We're still struggling on our team name. Thinking about you guys, actually. I was like, oh, what, what could we put forward? Maybe get some inspiration from the other team names. That could help. Yeah, feel free in the chat um, as well. Anybody watching any team name <laughs> suggestions? So you can just create a team name. And then send the sign-up link, so redtogether.co.uk, out to friends, family, anyone that you would love to kind of join the team, um, including the name of the team. And then they, when they go to sign up, they can then enter the team name and they'll automatically be added. I hope that I made that as simple as it actually is. I don't know if I did, but um, it is quite, it is hopefully very simple. But equally, if you do have any questions, then on the website, you can contact us and we'll give you a helping hand. Yeah, it looks all super simple. Um, as I say, uh, yeah, Simon suggested a name for our running group, and then I wasn't too sure. And oh, yeah. So um, <laughs> anyway, we we will come there. And I think also, why are we doing that again? <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I think it's um, yeah, just so lovely to 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 have you know. I think kind of the, the conversation that we've been able to have today. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to January, which is something I never, honestly, January was, yeah, when we could travel, I would usually try and get get away in January, because I, I, I find it a, bit, a really, really tough month, so thank you, Hannah, for, for creating something for us all to look forward to, um, and 
I guess really just kind of wrapping up this conversation, I just want to just thank everybody for for watching, um, for for your time, Katie and and Simon and and Hannah. Um, say so if you want to find out more about the speakers collective just go to speakerscollective.org um say so we're a social enterprise supporting people with different lived experience giving a platform and creating a really supportive community so if you want to find out more about the speakers collective um have a look at us on online um so i think you know what i'm now going to do is um Go go outside. I'm actually gonna. It doesn't look like it's raining out there. Um, Katie, it's not gonna uh, rain today. It's not gonna rain today in um, London. In London. In London. And what about you, Katie? What's the what's the weather like with you? Well, it's very nice actually outside. I've had to shut my window because I realised that I had like light shining on my face. Um, but no, it's quite warm actually. So you know, we're looking at 15 degrees. I think today. I'm very fortunate to be here. I have to say. Nice and warm in Valencia. I am coming back to the UK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get that get that sun in while you can and the vitamin exactly. D. Um, Hannah, have, have you been outside yet today? I haven't, but I am going after this. I promise, Simon. I promise. <laughs> yeah, me too. Got to get outside. Haven't been outside either yet. Need to go out. Like itching to go. <laughs> Same, definitely. Especially after this chat, I'm just like, oh, like, yeah. well, let's go. <laughs> yeah, Simon's put us on the spot, hasn't he? So um, I hope everybody that's listening, if you haven't got outside for a bit of exercise um, or yeah, a bit of a walk, um, I'm going to just go and walk to the shop. I think, um, but. Anyway, um, thank you very much, everybody. And um, yeah, keep, keep safe, keep well. And um, yeah, have a good afternoon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this meaningful conversation. To find out more about the Speakers Collective, visit speakerscollective.org. And don't forget to like, subscribe and comment on this podcast. Thank you.